0: We're back, the Whiskey Hue, a podcast from three brown startup enthusiasts that pull back the curtain on business, culture, and side pieces. <laughs> Not that tight. We're talking e-games, cannabis, emerging media, and so much more. Without the bullshit, and most importantly, over whiskey.
1: People call Clyde Black, Anthony Brown-ish, a fool, uh, whatever a fool is. First things first. I'm sorry. I'm throwing off the off the uh, off the intro because Athul's not here. He, he he's still he's still roaming Nevada somewhere. Uh, so I, I'm doing an intro and I can't remember what it was or is actually. So I'm I'm freestyling from memory. So America calls Clyde Black, <laughs> Athul Brown, and Anthony somewhere in the middle. Not confusing middle, but in the middle because I'm mixed. Okay, <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him why you're mad, son. Tell him why so you're mad.
0: <laughs> Welcome to the Whiskey Who. Oh, man. Hilarious. Hilarious. Welcome to the Whiskey Hue. Another great episode. We're ready to kick off today. And as Anthony so graciously mentioned, uh, Athul is off in Nevada, you know, doing what rich ballers do. So, you know, we're going to be kicking off a great episode today in his honor. Uh, You know, um, one of the things that we're going to be touching on today is it's going to be a great topic, very topical. But before diving into that, what's up, AG? It's been a while. I see you got your James I see you got your James Harden beard on going on right now so you won't know Don't go that far. Okay.
1: <laughs> 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 Listen man, this is what this is what happens being, uh, I, I I can grow facial hair quickly. So I can shave this off today. It'll be halfway near what it is right now tomorrow uh, in, in a week. So so I you know I I, I th- in the past 3 months I've shaved this beard, shaved it off. I mean, I had a beard uh grew it shaded off and uh grew back again and right now you know I have to get a haircut cuz I'm still on my I'm still on there my pandemic go. look right now So <laughs> I, I going, know baby. I know
0: but I'm st- I'm still I'm still getting <laughs> a haircut <laughs> like,
1: like the pandemic
0: <laughs> Hilarious yeah 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 outside is open I was uh I was in two sta- three states in what like two mean? days uh this past week yeah you know last minute trips and I went to New Orleans and, you know, it's the South. I'm, you know, coming from Jersey and it, it was, it was shocking because, you know, you get off the airplane, you know, still have my mask on, Walking into the hotel. I look around, no one had a mask on. So I was like, I guess I, guess I need to take this off. And, now, uh, and I said something under my breath, well, I guess nobody wears a mask here. And the lady laughed at me. She's like, yeah, <laughs> we're, we're, we're that's over and done with. I said, okay. Right. Let's keep the party going. You got vaccinated so got-
1: like uh, whatever what's a vaccination?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's always the weird thing and you know, a good thing they got Juvenile to uh, to inspire everyone nice. if you haven't heard already. There's a remix to back that thing up where Juvenile and Manny Fresh has come together and did Vax that thing up. Oh. Oh, so- <laughs> that's
1: that's original. <laughs> that's
0: going the numbers are going that's going to yeah, that's going to that's
1: going to hit the Billboard top 100, huh?
0: Okay, <laughs> like it did it in, in two thousand
1: or what was it ninety
0: nine? Some marketing guy that like you know we can do we can <laughs> we can <get> juvenile <laughs> so some market
1: it was some marketing guy who was a, who was who was a toddler when that song came out. That's what it was,
0: <laughs> right? Right? So, yeah, it's right, right, a right. a good idea. It's go go gonna be great. <laughs> 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 Numbers are good. yeah, but yeah, the outside is open. Uh, so much going on. Um. We got we got a uh, uh, little baby and and James Harden getting arrested in France. You know the world is going just crazy. You got Conor McGregor just got knocked out, leg broken. Uh, and then you know uh, Richard Branson is going well, into space. Well, so, uh, <laughs> it's just a lot uh, going let's on. Start,
1: let's start with the uh, Conor McGregor for a second. I kind of knew he was going to lose because McGregor hasn't done much in 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 the past couple fights. He hasn't from a from a from a top contender side it felt like he just hasn't won much so but the idea that he broke his leg that's a whole different story uh
0: yeah yeah, yeah. Well, you know,
1: hey i was watching the, i was watching a copa america last night okay because that was my focus argentina versus brazil you know because I, I know i know this oh, i know this go. is i know this is the whiskey he was purview right when it comes down to sports we don't do soccer on this podcast so uh, i will focus on the soccer okay <laughs>
0: yeah 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 but you know it's uh been a good time and uh what's new with you oh you know adulting
1: man adulting I just I just I just uh, okay okay so you know i'm i'm being a grown man and remember i think a couple episodes ago i i talked about making sure people get their physicals i'm you know and, and i'm being putting it out there i'm getting uh uh yeah no, this is about to get real for for all the men who listen to this podcast all two of them okay <laughs> two that doesn't count as us uh you know i I, 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 i'm i'm making sure my my body's okay so i'm getting a colonoscopy tomorrow
0: and oh that's that's right Good thing though i had a friend i had a friend who uh passed away from Uh, that and you know it's it's something that um i still you know i just turned 40 well last year i turned 40 so now i'm in in the space to get it something i'm gonna do as well because i think it's uh in a black community, especially is something that, that should be done. Um, uh, you know, guys play basketball with, he was great shape, uh, ice pick Jay. Um, he was, he was, he was a good dude. And then all of a sudden, you know, that happened and, and, you know, it's, it's inspired me to, you know, make sure I, that, that health isn't in, in order. So, you know what, I, Let my hat t- goes off to you, get it done, uh, you know, and uh you know, I'll probably be following up with
1: you So, but, but But the reason know. I brought it up is is because there's a preparation time. Okay. So anybody Okay, uh, where it's like you either drinking this uh this this mixture from the from the from the from the pharmacist uh or your make your your doctor has like a special mixture that you can do where it's like Gatorade and Miralax with Dulcolax. So you're flushing mm-hmm. your body out twenty-four to forty eight hours before it and 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 okay. just
0: well, i'm glad we're not doing this yeah, well,
1: yeah this is this is i was like right, when you said like, let's do it i was like oh let's do it the next day or, or the day before because i'm not gonna be doing anything because i'm gonna have to flush my body out <laughs>
0: <laughs> well you know so that you know that brings us to the whiskey <laughs> hue where you know we you know talk business tech culture and you know we're gonna dive into it and before we do so we're gonna uh, uh, talk about our whiskey today and something that's you know, come to my attention recently, and we're gonna take take some sips uh, and enjoy it. A brown sugar bourbon, uh, something that's relatively new. It's a uh, uh, definitely a, a, a mixing bourbon. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna sip. Let everyone know about it a little bit later. All right. So so one thing I didn't mention in our uh, you know just kicking off was. Uh, the Olympics are starting soon. And as you know, probably there was a, a lot of, <laughs> well, there's a lot of excitement. There was a lot of excitement going on in the early weeks where all these, you know, black girl magic, black girls were doing beautiful things on the, the field of competition, the track, the the gymnast floors, et cetera. So everyone was hyped. They were calling it the Black Girl Olympics. Uh, and then recently, you know, we experienced something that, you know, I think everyone was still shocked and still, you know, scratching their heads why, you know, it was a major impact was Shikari Richardson, who was the uh, 100 meter sprinter. Uh, great story. Someone who went to, went to college for a year, was so good. She was like, you know what, I'm done with this college life after a freshman year and she turned pro. So she got speed jets and she proved in the Olympic trials and, uh, tragically, she had um, her mother pass like a week before the trials, and as everyone already knows, she ingested some cannabis in Oregon, where uh, cannabis is legal. Um, you know, just kind of ease her mind, ease her pain, and you know, as we all know, it's not a, a performance enhancing drug; it's probably por- the yeah. opposite. So, just imagine, decreasing. If drug. she did take okay. it, <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. So that girl's good. <laughs> she, she she was she was high, running running the tent. A ten, I think it was like a ten six, which is like a, a a record at the time. So, you know, unfortunately, you know, she won, everybody's excited, and Tess came back and showed that, you know, she had cannabis in her system. So, you know, the world was in uproar, especially the black community, black and brown community, because you know, it's one of those things where Kari Richardson, she got popped, she got in trouble, Olympic trial, they came to her and was like, Yo, we recognize weed in your system and we know that you know it's a banned substance according to the Olympic uh, rules, which are old and outdated. <laughs> um, and I'll get into get, get into that a little bit later. Uh, but it's one of those things where she was supposed to get a 30 day suspension, and you know the way that things were lining up, it was going to be that it was real. It was a close window where she may or may not be able to participate, and you know at least not in the hundred, but she may be able to participate in the relays. And, you know, it's one of those things. She's still young, so she probably has two to three more Olympics mm-hmm. ahead of her. Um, so, you know, if she would have got there, you would know, uh, let the controversy die down a little bit. But they didn't let her – they had the chance to pick her and add her as an, an alternative or a runner on the Olympic team, and they didn't do it because of the weed uh, suspension, which she would have been out of after 30 days. And, you know, I think that's – like, let's just call it bullshit, um, specifically because there are some stories around, like, uh, another track athlete, funny enough, she ate a burrito and had some substance on it that had yeah, her have a yeah. steroid negative test, and they gave her a waiver. Like she had a burrito <laughs> and it had steroids in it, so I, I don't know how that adds up together, but <laughs> she got a pass. Um, there's a Olympic weightlifter who's been taking testosterone to change them their sales from you know, a man to a woman so they can compete in a women's Olympic uh, weightlifting. So, you know, there's a lot of things going on that, you know, I think the world has evolved and changed. And cannabis is one of those things where, you know, we look at it at face value and it's it's evolved, it's changed. I mean, it's a new industry. It's one where, you know, over the last 12 months, there's been states at a rapid pace approving voting it into law, making it legal, their whole industry is being created. And as of right now, it represents roughly around seventeen billion dollars in uh potential revenue. And that's like a forty percent increase from twenty nineteen to twenty twenty. And the expected numbers are the numbers are expected to double by twenty twenty five. So you're looking at like a forty billion dollar industry um in the next let's say four years and then By 2030, that number is going to double again. So you're talking about an $80 billion industry that's going to come up in the next 10 years, uh, which is amazing off of something that's been illegal. You know, we're the whiskey here. We're all about black and brown culture, and we know Mm
1: -hmm. how
0: black and brown people have been disproportionately impacted by illegal drugs, cannabis, the war on drugs, and um, all those things. So to, to have someone like, Shakari Richardson, you know, negatively impacted. I don't, it's, it's not necessarily a story just about her. You know, I think for me, it's a story about how the world is changing and that we need to evolve because laws are antiquated and, you know, the way that people are viewing cannabis needs to be rethought and, you know, just to be innovated upon. Well, the, the, the
1: crazy part when it comes down just to cannabis in general and Shakari Richardson is that it's not like, what what is crazy to your point is that they didn't pick her right if anything they could have picked her and just added her to the team it's not like in this country that we're not legalizing it all across all across the US and they decided to go you know what it's outdated you know we made exceptions for other other athletes let's add her they blatantly said no and there there's going to be an alternate that can make her can make her shine you know listen i i'm i'm, I, I'm not gonna um mm-hmm. uh, i'm not criticizing anything the alternate hey you get there how you get there okay it's how you show up and and, and show up for for during the olympics but i think it's a little bs that they didn't pick her um uh, but you know it is it is uh, you know the, the the other side of the argument is where they go it is th- there are the rules and she made a mistake at the end of the day she's what what, she twenty years old? Mm-hmm. Twenty, if that.
0: She's yeah, if that. Yeah, I think she's like. Yeah, like 20, she's yeah. twenty
1: years old, and I hate the fact that we come after sexy black athletes, uh, extra hard for 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 minor mistakes like 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 the world is going to end. And, and I and I pray that she keeps a strong uh, unit around her to keep her keep her grounded because she's going to be back, and she's going to be back hopefully stronger and better than ever. We, we're we're not going to be graced with her with her presence at the Olympics this year because it's going to need as much as fl- much flair as they could possibly get because it's going to be no fans. <laughs> it's it, 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 it you know <laughs> Japan's you know they 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 were going to have local you know uh, f- fans from the country come in and they shut that down. So it's going it's going to be pumped pumped in sound. Uh, for the For the entire thing, but
0: uh, it's gonna be like yeah, the bubble. It's, it's gonna be a bubble for for
1: <laughs> yeah for two weeks at the at the Olympics for every event. Uh, but yeah, you are right. There are certain sports that are riddled with 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 um, steroids, like weightlifting. Weightlifting is is one of the key ones that are have constantly been uh, riddled with uh, with steroids and illegal substances, and and cannabis is definitely not one of them. And here in the U.S., we are legalizing it. They, you know, and Oregon has it legalized, and New Jersey has some unique. I don't know what we're doing here in in, in New Jersey uh, with it. they approved
0: it, right? They voted in at the top of the year. Yeah, and it's like licensed, but you can't buy it, right? Something strange. I don't know
1: what what's going on. Yeah, they're figuring out. They they're they're watching other states do it and seeing how if if they mess up and how they can how they can uh, adjust to it. Uh, but there, but it's open to different businesses. Good old Jersey, yeah, yeah. Listen, man, listen.
0: It's, yeah, it's,
1: yeah. You know, in Jersey, you know, we we don't claim to get it right the first time. We claim to get it right third or fourth or fifth or sixth or fiftieth time.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that, but you you bring up an interesting point about the licenses, and that's something that I I read up on, and yeah, I, I read recently that you know disproportionately the licenses are going to. Um, uh, you know, let's just say it, you know, white, oh, white people, right? Um, and these licenses, you know, in some states are worth a hundred million dollars each, um, for industry again, disproportionately impacted black and brown people, you know, whether it's incarceration, um, unfair sentencing, a bunch of things. So, you know, it, these things can make generational wealth, and you know, while There are a lot of dispensaries coming up. I just came back from Michigan recently and it's been legal in Michigan and there are a ton of stores and there are, there are a bunch of opportunities and the marketer in me gets excited because it becomes a branding exercise. Um, It's, it it reminds me of the, the the early days of uh, uh, any kind of, you know, new brand coming into the marketplace with a lot of competition. Think about cell phones, you think about, uh, sneakers, you, and you just layer in cannabis. Uh, <laughs> sneakers, because- cannabis, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, 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 you yeah, <laughs> you layer, you layer it in because it's a, it's almost like a commodity product, right? You know, there's different levels of uh, quality, but at the end of the day, whoever wins the branding exercise will win this in the long run. Um, I think a lot of the major corporations and brands are, are tipping their toe in the water you know, like Constellation, they're they're doing partnerships with companies out in Canada. Uh, there are other other brands who are just trying to figure out like what the laws are gonna be on a federal level because state by state makes it a little bit difficult. And and I think through some of our research is that the banking yeah. system isn't worked out yet. So that's why there's a lot of uh, kind of hesitancy around the larger organizations because you can't really intertwine that money uh, from a banking perspective on a federal level. So those things are all kind of complicated, but I think it's going to be figured out in the next, you know, I, I, I'm I'm guessing next two to four years, oh, this is going to dramatically change. But, you know, these dispensaries are going to be key because, you know, you think about if you had the ability after prohibition to start a, a spirits or a liquor company. And those people who did that back in the early 1900s and 1920s, um, you know, think about where they are today and, you know, it's just a fact of life that, you know, people drink spirits and
1: alcohol, but they're going to smoke. So so the dispensary, right? It, so it varies per state, right? Like you don't have to, yeah. you can go to the dispensary, just buy, buy your buy your weed and, and walk out, right? You don't have to, because there used to be the medical marijuana uh, locations where you had to have prescription. You had to have, have, a, car have a car. Or car. Yeah, but thing. this a dispensary is just you can just buy weed legally
0: and it varies it yeah. varies by state. I think that's so the key. There are some states yeah there, there are some states where it's legal. You can literally walk in and buy it if you're over the age so if you're it's like buying a, a bottle of beer um and then there are other states where you have to have a uh medical use card and then there are some states where it's illegal. So right now there are states like uh Alabama, Arkansas, uh Delaware, Florida okay. Where those are, those are, yeah, those are some of the ones that are legal for medical use. Uh, where you have some other, other states like uh, Connecticut, Colorado, uh, Illinois, um, Michigan, Massachusetts, where it's just legal, you just walk in, you show your ID, and you can, you know, get you some weed, get you some gummies, good, whatever, because um, you know, those are states who are ahead of the curve, and then there are you know, many states who it's still illegal. And then I'll add on top of that, there's one other factor that you know, I I wish a lot of states would start to take their approaches is decriminalize uh, as well. So there are some states who are where it's legal and it's decriminalized. Meaning that, you know, if you get caught with it, you're not going to be impacted. Sometimes they're going back and expunging uh, records for those who were impacted by weed. So that's a that's a, a very very uh well it's thing. so
1: i think the the key here is is by state as you mentioned like about earlier about generational wealth uh creation so it's a product that there are people who who know who are very well who have a strong understanding of of marijuana right like <laughs> they have a they have a close relationship how about we say that it's a close relationship for some people who have, with <laughs> marijuana and they could take that close relationship and make a business out of it, a legal business. Uh, and the issue is, depending on the state, is these licenses. Like some states only give out a certain amount of licenses, uh, and the cost to get the license is—it's almost like it's almost like getting a liquor license in some states, right? And yeah, and in yeah, some yeah. states, a liquor license doesn't. And depending on the state, it's not about the state; it's about what the city does, city or town does, and mm. and, and it varies. Who's yeah, like in Jersey, Jersey, right? Yeah, Bergen, Bergen County, County or, or or like in Newark, I think a liquor license in Newark is somewhere in, a, in almost in a hundred thousand dollar range. Uh, so a lot of people are grandfathered in when they when they rent out at a property that already has a liquor license, and they can just take pick up on a liquor license from that property. But you know, we'll it's going to be interesting to see because if the if the if the cost to getting into a business is so it, it's cost prohibitive, because of just the the, the uh, the price of the, uh, the marijuana license, or whatever, uh, you start you're going to you're going to start seeing it being snatched up by a certain demographic people who actually have money, or they're getting loans for it. And if a bank, as to your point, if a bank's not comfortable with it, they're not going to give a loan for it. Uh, but you know, you 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 there's an opportunity here. There's an opportunity to 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 be become a dispensary but create some serious wealth because like, let's be clear it's not just you owning owning a bar this is a real wealth opportunity
0: here uh with owning a dispensary yeah. um, that that caters yeah, to everybody it, Estimates our uh, but estimates our dispensary could be worth around 100 million dude um, the it, license it was, for a dispensary. I think we talked
1: about it earlier this year. Was it this year or last year? We were like, man, we should go in together on, on getting a license for New
0: Jersey. Uh, <laughs> and,
1: and,
0: Yeah, if it was that, if it was yeah, that easy. Yeah, I know. A
1: <laughs> <The>, uh, Whiskey <laughs> Hue dispensary. Man, we will hold so many episodes at that dispensary. It was like a, li- a live studio <laughs> audience. <laughs> <laughs> <You laughs> Maybe on something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: yeah yeah so you know that's that's i mean it's that's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to to watch that and you know to the next level where you know i know that there has been a disproportionate level of um licenses being passed out but there are some black uh people making waves in the cannabis industry that you know as a part of this episode i want people to know about um you know they're black-owned cannabis companies some are you know direct growers and weed and everything else so you know, I just want to share this with the audience so that you know, if you are a part of the 420 culture, um, you can check these brands out and you know, support them, help them grow, and um, help them compete in the world where you know it's going to be it's going to be uh, the, the the new black gold, black gold rush. So um, you know, there there are companies, and a lot of them are interesting and interesting enough, uh, backed by celebrities. So it goes back to that branding exercise that's why I go back to the marketer and me. So, you know, obviously there are people like, uh, Khalifa where he's, uh, he's an investor in a company called blunts and more. Um, it's like in, um, it's in Oakland's first dispensary and it's opened up, uh, uh, under like the town's equity program. So that's one of the ones that's out there. 99th floor is a, another entrepreneurial venture where it, uh, it's like food and weed where they go together. Um, there's, you know, Jay-Z is partnered with a cannabis company, Kaliva, uh, uh, as a, uh, as a brand, a chief brand strategist. So that's, you know, Kaliva is one of those companies out there. Uh, Simply Pure, Simply Pure is another one of the first black owned dispensary in Denver. Um, your boy, Ray J. Who's, Ray J. <laughs> Hey, look, I have to give it up. To him. Ray J is, he's, uh, he's, he's on it. Uh, he's invested into a cannabis company, um, like a, a $5 million investment. And uh, there's one that's called Marion, Maine uh, in, in, in Prince George's County. So, you know, it's a cannabis shop. Um, there's District Growers. So that's a medical cannabis company. You know, they offer 24 varieties of weed and, um, you know, the growing and cultivation side. And then there's one that, you know, I, I've, Actually, I listened to a recent episode of um, uh, Drink Champs, and they had the the guys from Jeez. Viola, uh, which is the, the, the largest black-owned cannabis company in the U.S. And, you know, one of the things that got me excited about it is Al Harrington, who is a uh, uh, former NBA star. He, uh, he, he started working with this around 10 years ago in 2011, I think so. And, you know, they've been growing. They're building it up. They're doing some cool stuff. They take a, an approach where it's uh, more of a luxury type uh, weed experience. So, you know, they're doing some things and, and uh, uh, you know, it gets me excited about the space. And then there is, you know, I think Jay-Z has another business. that may be a, a sub-brand under the uh, the Khalifa, which is Monogram, which, again, is another uh, uh, luxury weed space. So there are some black luxury weed. businesses out there, you know, yeah. Luxury weed, man. What? You know, it's, it's, uh, instead instead of coming in the bag, it I, comes in the I, jar, I, I, you know, it's just a, those, those small I, things. I guess. And then, you know, if we talk about this. Yeah. We talk about this, um, branding experience, you know, people like Snoop Dogg, you know, obviously there, he has a cannabis brand. <laughs> so there, there's a lot of opportunity. And when you're talking about a, a business in the next 10 years, that's going to be like an $80 billion business there's enough money out there for these people who are culturally re- relevant. They can make an impact. And if you're at the, you know, what's the difference between this weed and that weed? If you know, there's no difference And Snoop dogs on it. You're like, well, I know he's a smoker.
1: Yeah. It, 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 it's like, it's like, it's like, uh, it's like having a right sponsor or a sneaker for Nike, uh, right athlete. Yeah. I get, I get exactly. it. I get it again. I don't know enough about marijuana to, to, to offer to offer like which one's better, but it's going to be interesting. To your point earlier about who's go- how how the government's going to regulate it, because if every if you could just come in here and get your license and create all different strands of, uh, of marijuana. Uh, That's, it's going to be interesting to see how, how, how it's regulated, right? Um, I think that's really going to be the key. And that's going to be the key of how the federal government gets involved, right? How there's a over, a a federal oversight so the banks get involved. Because at the end of the day, from what I understand, especially in California, these guys got to have a massive security, uh, budget, right? Because they're Mm -hmm. taking, it's an all cash business almost, most of the time. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's a different, it's a different game. It's a different risk. And there's some banks, I think, to do take the, who, who do, who do handle some of the businesses, but you know, it, it's not FDIC assured or, or something of that nature, but it's, there's so much opportunity. Um, and the, the key is to your point to get in right now, right before there's extreme oversight, um, and, and get that license now, get your dispensary moving. You know, well, we'll I think the whiskey will figure it out. Uh, you know whether we can have a whiskey hue uh dispensary or it wasn't it wouldn't make sense if a whiskey hue weed dis- marijuana dispensary comes to place. It's a little, it's a little weed. You, weed we call it whiskey, weed and whiskey. Weed there you go. That's <laughs> <go. laughs> <laughs> the marijuana, the cannabis hue. Uh, but right. uh,
0: there you go. This Look at your brain marketing. working,
1: marketing. Um and figure out where the opportunities are, but there are opportunities and 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 from the dispensary is going to be you're gonna start filtering down to different other you know other opportunities from there. Uh, that's just a start, right? You got the farms, you got where 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 it's grown, the dispensaries, and then there's gonna be other opportunities such mm-hmm. as like you just mentioned, there's the marketing opportunity opportunity how 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 it's communicated, how that message is received. Uh, there's gonna be distribution side. you know there's always going to be some opportunity there uh once there's a little bit more structure to it um and you know it'd be great to see uh more black and brown people getting involved in it uh, open up dispensaries and and see the opportunities from there uh because and they say no, you're gonna have them in your in in in, in your in your su- suburban area uh because because <laughs> everybody who was in college smoked in, only in college. <laughs>
0: <laughs> to have it close, <laughs> maybe, hey, look, uh, maybe they but, won't
1: have it in the suburban areas because maybe people don't want to. You know, they don't want people to see that you, 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 you. Everybody in the area is smoking, and they go pick it up there. But they'll have it somewhere close to the, in the in the close down.
0: No, no, no. So, like, uh, um, the laws are changing, right? And I think Amazon stopped testing for for weed. I think there are a lot of companies that are rapidly going to follow that pace. And, and you talk about people who use in college and stopped. I think that was the number one reason. Cause when you got a job, you had to get, you had to go down to yeah, quest test, diagnostics, diagnostics and do the test. And people were like, time, time to get my life together. So that's one of those things where if it, no one's going to be testing for it. Oh, and it's not like a, a drug where, you know, it's a, it's a natural drug. You know, it's, I think people, uh well you know venture back onto it, especially when you got kids and driving you crazy <laughs> speaking from experience <laughs> huh <laughs> <laughs> speaking from yeah you know look I, and I don't, and I don't even smoke so it's, it's one of those things I'm just saying you know maybe once it's legal I'll you know it'll I'll be, always try
1: there'll be there'll right, be a, you know, a weed party it's not for the kids it's for the adults
0: <laughs> we get in somebody else's
1: house with the with the with the nanny and all the all the adults in the neighborhood the parents in the neighborhood get together in the backyard. And uh,
0: have, a, have a smoking session. Like those funny, what, what did they say, those, those funny <laughs> cigarettes. <laughs> uh, but as you brought up the question, that's, yeah. a, that's, a, that's
1: a good line of uh, from a business side that they just they just they lost that they lost a lot of revenue on that one. I bet uh, from from testing testing yeah. for marijuana because I remember I remember having to do those tests, um, and and I haven't, mm-hmm. and I, until you just brought it up, I haven't to have one of those tests. Recently in, in, in a while, because I guess because it's just, it's becoming a norm for corporations to just say, all right, well, we're not going to test for you to smoke marijuana. I don't think it's as bad as if you were, had a different kind of habit. So yeah, I think, <laughs> so I think they, you know, it, it's, it, it's interesting. But with that being said, it's a great opportunity for a lot of corporations or a lot of businesses to find that, uh, find a happy medium if they get those licenses and figure out and figure out how to open up a an dispensary and, the subsequent businesses that come down the line, right from from the dispensary, right, whether it's uh, like you said, marketing, distribution, uh, or, or anything of that sort, uh, will be will be huge. I'll be. I am waiting for the day where Seamless you can order on Seamless or or, or Grubhub, Drizzly, <laughs> Drizzly, it'll it, it, be Drizzly. drizzly. Listen, but is either gonna be Drizzly or it's gonna be uh, or it's gonna be uh, Seamless or Grubhub? Who's gonna you can order your dime bag.
0: Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it won't be dime bags anymore. It got up levels. It'll be a jar, you know. You can't be buying dime bags. Uh, the, the question is, how
1: did how do you decipher between the dispensary and the local weed man? <laughs> uh,
0: talk about talk about people being put out of work. <laughs> anyway, you gotta go on a tangent, but yeah. So that that's uh, that that's something for us to watch, and, and I'll leave us on this note. You know, I, I'm excited for the space to figure out where it goes, how black and brown people will get uh, into the space and how innovative it'll be. Uh, One of the companies I mentioned before was 99th floor. Um, It's a experiment with food. They have a restaurant in New York city where they host private parties and cannabis uh, infused dinners. So, you know, those are the type of things that I look forward to seeing how the space evolves and create new industries. And one where uh, I'm excited to see where it goes. So. We're going to watch the cannabis industry you know shout out to Shakari richardson making it through uh i think she's going to bounce back and uh we'll see where it goes because you know the rapidly evolving uh landscape will continue to change the uh ideas will change around the cannabis and weed space and um we this conversation five years from now will be one we'll probably laugh about so i look forward to seeing that yeah 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 so you know as as we like to do one of the, the favorite parts of the show is uh shit you should yeah. know um you All know right, I'll go go oh snap
1: oh it's not it's not on me this time good
0: good i'm ready right. i'm ready um uh let's 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 do it so something exciting something new that's old something that's old that's new again uh recently came up on that uh ebony magazine is Whoa. back Um ebony magazine, you remember Ebony Jet, uh all the all those things that um we grew up with. It's back, new new version. And the reason why I'm excited is because uh Junior Bridgman, he's the ex NBA player who's gone on and over the last you know 10, 20, 30 years, a couple of decades, have turned himself into a quiet, uh I think quiet billionaire, pretty close to it. He invested in franchises for uh, Wendy's, uh, a bunch of others. And he, um, he's slowly been building an empire and he recently bought the uh, Ebony and Jet magazine and is reinvented. I saw it. Then they got a new website. They, inst- they're instilling some top talent there and I'm excited to see that type of black media come back uh, and uh, get back into space. So, I'm uh, excited to see where it goes. But Junior Bridgman, I I invite everyone to Google this man. He's a great story. He worked his way up from the NBA and turned himself into almost a billionaire, if he's not one already. So check out the new ebony.com and um, definitely check out uh, Junior Bridgman.
1: Whoa, that's 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 taking him back to childhood, man. I know that was, right? that was a great. That was a good look to yeah. see that magazine on the on the on the on your not on mine. It was like my aunt's or my my grandmother's uh uh coffee table uh it was, it was ebony jet <laughs> it was always jet jet was always there ebony and jet beauty of the week. week man every 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 young boy's uh, uh go-to <laughs> anyway anyway that's good to, that's good to see in and and a new uh the a new strategy for a new generation, you know. Also tapping into the uh, generation that grew up on it, but uh, for me is uh, actually, you know, I'm, I'm tapping into my inner inner fool here and and bringing up a little favorite platform, Uh-oh. Robinhood. Um, as everybody already knows, is that uh. that that's fine that Robinhood received from Finra, um, $70 million, which is their it's supposed to be their highest fine um, so far. Uh, it's slapping a, a slap on it's a slap on a wrist for them, but. It is, it is a start, right? A $70 million <laughs> fine. And what is the exact reason why? It was something about, uh, uh, oh, geez. It was like systemic oversight. Uh, was uh, It was systemic supervisory failure um, that can cause, that results in significant harm for, for their users. Uh, stuff that was brought up by this episode, by, by, by us last year, m- not by me. It was it was mainly by our our our, our brown member <laughs> of the of the team uh who 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 brought it up <laughs> on a regular basis, but they were fined for it. And the the, the craziest part about it is that um I don't it's not going to stop them, right? It's a, it's a, it's it's a fine that they're they're going to IPO right in in there and they're, they're, they're going to do gangbusters on their with their platform. Um, uh, the 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 key here is that. One, I think is, is Fenra actually making this, you know, uh, actually finding the company and then how they move forward. I think Robinhood is just going to keep on doing gangbusters here and Fenra can continue that oversight. How, how that plays out down the line, uh, who knows? But it's significant to me the fact that they actually did find the company. Uh, uh, when they're about to, about to IPO, who knows? Listen, no one can see Clyde right now, uh, because no, it is a podcast. But yeah, he's like, ah, whatever. It doesn't mean anything. And you're right, it probably doesn't. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. The reason why it doesn't mean anything is because the the amount was so low, like it's 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 equivalent to like three dollars for them <laughs> compared to what they're gonna be getting from uh this IPO that they have coming up. So, you know, the damage that they've done and you know, according according to the documents, um, you would think they've been fine more, um, to make an impact and say sit up and and sit straight would have been a big difference, but you know, you know, that's just the way that the world works. You know, the world of finance, you get a good enough lawyer, you can figure out anything. Yeah. But you know, one of the things I'm ready to close upon is that we have our whiskey of the day. I'm excited about this one is brown sugar bourbon. Brown sugar bourbon is a, uh, mixing whiskey and they, and they claim to fame that they have the world best flavored whiskey, whiskey. right? So it's brown sugar flavor. Um, so it's new. It's traditionally, um, has a cinnamon taste is what I got from it. Hints of cinnamon, a little spicy, uh, definitely like a warm brown sugar. So, uh, it's one that was, uh, I didn't really love it straight. Um, I've had it mixed before where, you know, it's a lot better, especially like I, I'm a fan of strawberry, uh, bourbon and lemonade. Uh, shout out to my man, Paul, who put me on that. What? Uh, bourbon lemonade. It's a, it's a good lemonade.
1: drink. Bourbon lemonade. This, is, this so, is wrong, man.
0: Yeah, bourbon lemonade. Bourbon and... <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's, a, it's a nice treat. It's a nice treat in the summertime when you're not trying to go too hard and it's like 90 degrees. So <laughs> get a little ice, a little bourbon, a little lemonade. Uh, so they have a strawberry bourbon lemonade like mix that you can put together. That you know that's well, I've had it before. I'm a fan of that. So straight on the rocks, uh, not so much, but it's a good price point. Good mixing bourbon, and uh, that's that's what I think about brown sugar. Well, as I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, I won't have a
1: uh, can't have a a review because I'm um, testing for a colonoscopy uh, tomorrow. (laughs) So I'm 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 a complete um, complete uh, 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 fasting mode right now. So uh, if I if I put whiskey in the system right now, it could be detrimental to my uh, colonoscopy tomorrow.
0: Well, shout out to you, AG. We'll get a full <laughs> oh, recap oh, of your but colonoscopy. But you will. But uh, <laughs> you will. I'm, I'm gonna let everybody.
1: I think. I think we
0: need the normal normalized colonoscopies. Okay. And <laughs> <So. laughs> there you go. There you go. The whiskey hue. Uh, so you know this has been a good episode. Uh, shout out to Atul. You know when we'll be. You'll be back soon. Uh, when you get back off your escapades of wherever the hell you are, and uh, with this again. But AG, this right. has been a good one. Thank you for listening, everyone. The Whiskey Hue. Peace.